Hello, 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 you lovely, lucky people. Welcome to another episode of the Hurtwood Muse podcast. I think I think this is our third episode for this half term. We're a couple of weeks before the end of the spring break. Everybody's getting giddy with excitement about that and also giddy with something a lot less positive about upcoming exams for the A2s. It's all on the horizon. I'm really, really sorry, guys. But there it is. Um, you might be able to hear a little bit of burbling in the background this week. That's because... I'm recording this intro during one of our uh, Tuesday Enigma Muse sessions in SP4. Keep it down out there. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, this week we've got another conversation. I say another because actually that's been a huge gap. This is maybe a disingenuous way of introing it. Maybe we should say the more auspicious return of Armager and Amiser. That's right. Evelyn and Meadow back once again to put the world to rights and talk us through all the things that they're interested in. Um, they're talking about the victim complex for their return this week, victimising the social context, the effects, the attitudes and values surrounding the ideas of victimhood. is a motivational talk from uh, two people who you know, who you love, you've heard from before, living through these things in real life. Um, even though there are pains to point out that they aren't motivational speakers or mental health professionals, but they move so carefully and so sensitively through a range of issues that affect their day-to-day -day lives. It's real pragmatic advice, uh, writing methods, mindfulness, meditations. It sounds numerous, but it's not at all. It's really heartfelt stuff. So yeah, sit back, relax and enjoy, or maybe even learn how to relax and enjoy from the welcome return from Amazon Armager talking about the victim complex for this week's Hurtwood Muse podcast. Until next week, folks. Thanks a lot. Bye. Gosh. Okay. After a bad start. After a bad start. Uh, okay. my, my skills are a bit rusty. Yeah, they are, because <laughs> she's not podcasted with me at all. It's been a year, I think, roughly. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Um, so what are we... Oh, yes. Yeah. Welcome back to the Armager and Amazon podcast. Hi, guys. Woo. Woo. I'm Meadow. Um, I'm Evelyn. We're Day House. Oh, uh, woo. Uh, woo. <laughs> we love you, Nikki. We love you. I swear we said that every podcast. I know. <laughs> like, it just didn't end. Um, so, yeah, today, what is our topic? We are talking about victim complex. Yes. Done. Done. Um, now, just to note, victim That's like complex. the sound of a thousand people just clicking off. No, no, for real. Like, everyone's like, no. <laughs> Not too annoying people. That's too much. Um, just to know, like, victim mentality, victim complex, synonymous, one in the same. Um, and there are also multiple definitions. There's psychological slash sociological, which is not the definition we're going to be using. We're going to be using the colloquial definition. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have phrased it better. <laughs> you could have I should have written that out before. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's the colloquial version. Mm. Um, we are using the phrase very loosely because yes. there is actually no term for it, really. Yeah. yeah that's kind of slang. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, we more just mean um, 
people who tend to victimize themselves or put themselves in a position where even though they aren't the victim or sometimes a lot of the times they're the perpetrator they um, claim to be a victim often to gain sympathy or to get out of um, accountability yeah it's like the repetition of having sort of problems and like the attitude that you take towards yeah. them um yeah so i mean if you don't mind i'm gonna ask you a question cool. you can ask me the same question if cool. you want to but <laughs> <Yeah>. basically <laughs> what kind of inspired you to have this podcast or like talk like about this topic um aside from our conversation which i feel like you'll probably get onto so i'll skip that part. yes we had a very long conversation <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah literally um i feel like i in the past definitely did have some sort of like victim type complex in the sense that i don't know very much a pisces you know that's the best way i can explain it <laughs> like i just i don't know i don't believe in astrology yeah i do so we're opposites on that <laughs> next podcast <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. I um, yeah, I used to have a victim um, complex, and it made my life a lot harder. Definitely worsened um, my mental state, um, and I didn't really know how to get out of it until you know some friends helped me. And yeah, so I thought it'd be you know good to help others who don't really know that they're having a victim complex. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, so for me. What actually started the conversation between me and Evelyn uh, was that I'm sort of like, I just have some stuff going on right now outside of school and like in school, which has kind of been stressing me out, yeah. you know, <laughs> me all the time, but you know, like it's been particularly bad. Mm. But, you know, I was talking to Evelyn about these problems because Evelyn's actually, fun fact, Evelyn's like one of my best friends in real life. Yeah, yeah. We actually weren't when we first started, did the podcast. Yeah. But we've gotten super close. Yeah. So, um, yeah. People are rather looking at conspiracy theories, they weren't really friends. <laughs> <laughs> they hated each other. <laughs> but uh, basically, I was sort of confiding in Evelyn about these problems. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And Evelyn turned around and was just like, you know what? You just got to keep pushing forward. Like, mm. you know, your feelings are valid. But ultimately, just keep going. You can't look back. You know, that kind of... Well, those weren't her words. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just want to clarify. I don't speak like a motivational poster. Like, there was some sympathy there. I'd like to add in. Yeah. But um, no, it was... Okay, but essentially that was the long story Long story short. That was kind of the, yeah. the point. Yeah, the point. And um, I kind of... From that point on, I actually just suddenly felt like a massive weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I've realised that life is life, and I there's this quote which is, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And I really think that's true. Things that happen to you in most scenarios sh yeah. um, you know, shouldn't define you. It's kind of about how you decide to approach it, which is why... I mean, a lot of people scoff when they hear things about mindfulness or meditation or Even therapy, you know, therapy, like yeah. that kind of thing. Um, they're like, oh, you know, just be happy. As someone who has been like incredibly unhappy in the past, I've realised that that's actually quite true. It's an art, and it's kind yeah. of like it's a skill that you have to practice, which is self-preservation and yeah. kind of learning to 
not let things get you down and to keep moving forward because it does make you a stronger person and things with the nature of life like things are happening all the time Mm -hmm. and to other people around us and you know you want to try and motivate yourself to be the best version of yourself that you can be no definitely yeah um sorry okay i want to also another disclaimer like i might sound really condescending or just like a dick (laughs) (laughs) you could have chosen prick you could have chosen that you were like no (laughs) but um (laughs) i i just kind of i wish that someone had said this to me you know a few years Mm. ago and i don't know i just feel like even though it sounds obvious sometimes you just need to like say it out loud for it to make sense anyways no i completely agree i feel like also um sort of similar disclaimer like if i sound either condescending or kind of like oh your problems aren't that bad i'm not saying that i don't know who's listening to this all i can think about is my own personal experience and how my lowest of my lows and what's got me out of that so and also like meadow said 10 percent of things in your life will sadly define you mm-hmm. no one's saying that you know a traumatic experience won't define you it it will 100 percent. Yeah. yeah like i'm both of us have you know experience yeah we have experiences <laughs> like, like we're not gonna go in depth obviously <laughs> but um you know let's just say we're qualified sam, to sam listening to something like uh you know i wouldn't say that my things that have happened like are actually too bad like because i know yeah. that you know especially recently with the cost of living crisis and mm. you know having grown up in a sort of not western country so i grew up in thailand and i've seen the way that people my age can live it definitely makes me feel privileged and it's part of why i can easily move on from things because i realize that you have to look at the bigger picture of stuff yeah Um, and like obviously we're in the uk right now which is i'm not saying it's a perfect country but it's definitely like not a bad country to be living in at all Um, but yeah, because like uh, you know, the aftermath of COVID is just you the know, aftermath people, of COVID. People can't afford to eat, even in Ukraine at the moment. Oh, sadly, absolutely. Like, in terms of, I wake up and I'm genuinely privileged to you know be able to wake up to the sound of nothingness. You know, yeah. not like screaming. Not, you know, without going to graphic or anything. You know, um, so yeah, I th- yeah. I mean, it's just like heating for example yeah like being able to afford that to have a obviously hurtwood house and it's let's, sad. let's be yeah. real like, like, literally like if you're listening to this but it's sad though that a lot of the things we're listing like heating you know waking up to silence are deemed now privileges because in my opinion they shouldn't be they should be their basic human rights to be able to wake up in a calm environment with heating knowing that you can eat today those should be basic human rights and it's just sad that they're not mm-hmm. um and i definitely think a big part of victim complex is when people i think we because also it's about specific demographic <laughs> like yeah, it's not like it's definitely about um when people are overprivileged and because like, for me anyway i feel like the, the most people i've seen with this are overprivileged and they for some reason feel bad that they're privileged mm-hmm. so then they create this victim complex so that they don't have to help with charity because they think to themselves oh i'm in a worse position when it's like you're rich you're in you i'm not talking about people in hurt by the way but like um you might be in one of the best schools um you know you loving environment all of this but you're complaining about this small thing that might not even exist yeah 
it's just because then they oftentimes the people I've seen don't want to um, as I said help out or give to charity which is you know something I disagree with I think you know if you are in a position to help people you should help people <laughs> so that's pretty a normal thing to believe I mean I've done like a lot of volunteer work mm. um growing up and that's definitely helped kind of ground me a bit because i mean i'm not saying like do that for some kind of savior complex yeah, yeah. no but it was like an, ex- an enriching kind of experience to be able to like step out of your own life bubble and understand yeah. other people and communities um i i also want to like emphasize that you know we're talking about these pretty you know the economical issues, let's yeah. say. Um, you know, by no means are we saying, like, oh, your issues are invalid Definitely because not. other Definitely people not. are suffering more mm. because that, you know, we're all entitled to, like, because it's, yeah. you know, it depends on your circumstance and, like, exactly. it's all situational. But, um, th- which leads me on to, like, a thing about being mindful is that also practicing like gratitude helps you get out of that victim complex like Mm. it i mean for me it definitely did you know every day so i drive to school i i actually i sit in the car and i think how lucky i am to have a car to Mm. be able to afford petrol Mm. to be driving to a school on Mm. safe roads etc yeah um and like just those things really really help ground me and sort of not let things affect me no definitely yeah. um as much as you know some may want things to affect you definitely yeah i think also just on what you were saying earlier with like um and now i'm gonna snake back to the end point so sorry <laughs> um um in terms of yeah we're definitely not trying to quantify anyone's pain or tragedy I'm, i can't remember i saw this quote but it was like um you can't say, oh, um, you should feel better because other people feel worse because then you could always say the inverse or the opposite, you mm-hmm. know? You should feel worse because other people feel better. So we can't quantify anything. Human emotions are complicated. They're messy. Yeah. You, you really can't compare it. So we're not trying to. All we're doing here is talking about kind of our own experiences and what may help others. So I, th- yeah. like, I think that's enough yeah, disclaimer yeah. for this, like, episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done, like, a lot of disclaimer <laughs> because we know it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah. And... You know, you can't really just say like, it's, we're not like professionals. You can't just turn around and be like, "This you shouldn't think like that." <laughs> yeah, because like that's not how the brain works. Exactly. Um, but it, I think also just what inspires me is like I've had a lot of conversations with people complaining about like smaller issues, which I understand like upset them. But at the same time, like the way they would react to other situations helps me understand that they don't hold the same kind of concern for like bigger yeah, issues no, I get you mean. and it kind of upsets me sometimes because I think you know that is ultimately victim complex in a colloquial sort of term yeah um like okay I we talk about our race and like yeah freaking podcast <laughs> I just like to say that I think that's okay because it's gonna affect our lives yeah at I the mean, end of the does. day like it affects our day-to-day it's gonna come up like, I mean I could be someone could complain about how the UK is racist for example uh, yep no country in the world's perfect there yeah but then I talk about my experiences in Thailand and being mixed race and how I wasn't really like classed as Thai um, and like 
my dad being Caucasian in Thailand, he like had a lot of sort of prejudice against him. Mm. Um, and people kind of just go, they just, they kind of just invalidate it. And they say that their situation's worse. Yeah, I think that's and also it, a massive part of it, like comparing for no reason. Yeah, it's just like, I'm not trying to compare. It, that is part of the colloquial mm. victim complex. <laughs> I need to do. keep speci- <laughs> like, specifying that. But yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like what I'm saying has no kind of meaning to it. But like, no, I get it feels that. like I'm waffling. But it's a waffly topic, though, because it, it has a, no direct definition, which yeah. makes it waffly, because then we're having to constantly try and explain ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely what you mean. I, like, I definitely relate to that. Whenever I feel like, because I definitely do see, like, you know, England is racist. You know, like I like that's kind of you know <laughs> the reality. Um, but there definitely been times when people have like kind of been like, oh, I remember there was this one guy actually. I'm not going to specify any names because he's not in this school, so there'd be no point. But if you're listening, hey, um, <laughs> you'd have to find the school podcast. That's why I find it hilarious. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, um, more just the fact that I was basically talking about how um. My friend got her knee kicked in after the um, football like attacks when England lost, um, and how like it's awful and how like we're both afraid to go out. Her leg, she can't go out anymore, and how it's just like really worrying. And his response um, was, "Well, you know, now men are going to be seen as um, violent." Oh, and that was his. So he'd managed to make himself the victim. <laughs> when I was literally just like, I'm afraid to go out now. <laughs> but I think that like is the cause what victim complex is because the issue for me isn't believing you're a victim because you can't help what your brain you know tells you. I th- oh, I think you can. I think you can work on it. But inherently, if that's what your brain is telling you, that's what your brain is telling you. I think the issue is is when you act as though you can be the only victim in the world yeah and you take it away from people and people who are victims themselves you decide no you're not a victim because i'm the victim in this scenario as if it's some sort of play and there's a villain and there's one hero and there's one victim that's not how life works yeah but yeah no for real (laughs) for real (laughs) for real um yeah um so one of the things we want to talk about was like what you can do if you like realize that maybe you kind of blow things out of proportion you constantly like things spiral for example yeah and like again this is coming from two people with their personal experiences um mm. so you know it's not like professional advice but it's something that is my main yeah yeah um so as i said i like to practice mindfulness with meditation i even do yoga sometimes it's just very i don't know it helps it really helps reset your brain Mm. um in the morning or the evening like when you wake up or and go sleep Mm. um i remember we had an enigma talker and i can't remember his name but he was great and basically he said you could have the worst parent in the world like in this room but they're not gonna you know that's not going to define you it's about how you react to that Mm. and he was talking about eating healthy sleeping drinking water etc i remember like around five people out of like seven maybe that i talked to when i came out they were all like oh like you know he's just talking crap like oh i remember he had he was talking about his childhood and his childhood was and he know he um he was a therapist for cancer patients wasn't he yeah 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 he i really enjoyed that talk it was really interesting but people were like oh like he's just saying just be happy that's not what he's saying yeah. at all. He's saying it's about like you 
it's a long process to get mm. yourself in a state of mindfulness but like it's really worth it because it's something yeah. that you'll have for the rest of your life mm. um but what he said about like taking care of yourself people often overlook that and they scoff at me when i'm like you know I sleep for eight hours, I drink like three litres of water a day, I make sure to get a really balanced diet in, you know, that kind of thing. I don't drink caffeine too much, etc. Like, I, I really try to take care of myself because it it really helps. Like, I used to not take care of myself at all, but um, it, yeah, no, it, it really changes mm. things. Like, it's just, it's a scientific thing. I don't have any statistics <laughs> or anything. But it believe is. me. No, yeah. But believe me, it yeah. really does help. No, I fully agree. I think before COVID, I've, COVID really is turning into a marker that I have to use <laughs> for time. Um, before COVID, I definitely did not take care of myself. And I think apart from what I put in my body, which was unhealthy, it was how I was viewing the world. Mm-hmm. Because though I didn't have social media, like, I still don't have social media, what would always happen is is one of my friends would be like, oh, get social media, and I'd get it for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And then I'd delete it. The only social media that I had for a long period of time was TikTok. And that, for me, was the most unhealthy. There's a podcast on it. Yeah, that's a, one. that's a podcast. <laughs> Hoping Sam can link it, but <laughs> if you can't, it's okay. Um, for me, that was the most unhealthy because I before before tiktok just used to exist with all of my identities and just as a human being i was just evelyn you know in terms of gender sexuality i knew all of that stuff i had all my stuff and i was you know it wasn't my first thought obviously like when i experienced um harassment and bullying from it it, you know i thought about it obviously (laughs) but um i remember when i was on tiktok i was constantly reminded of these identities and i was made to feel as though that was all of me. And I remember at the time it was so difficult to explain because people around me were almost like, oh yeah, um, you know, I share this identity with you so I completely understand what you're saying. And it's like, but you don't know the rest of me. I don't know, it's, it's weird to explain, but I felt like I was being chopped up into just my identities. And I'm not saying labeling is bad because I like use 50,000 labels. Like if you ask anyone, I'm changing my labels on a daily basis. I'm just saying that for me, during that period of time i definitely created a victim complex because i didn't see myself as a whole i didn't see myself as evelyn i saw myself as you know this and 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 And so i just constantly felt lost i don't know if that makes any sense but so yeah i feel like definitely think about what you're viewing and think about how that impacts you because it wasn't until i got off tiktok that i realized that i am a whole human being and i don't just have to be a victim because of the trauma that I was faced because even there'd be some TikTok videos and there are some things in my past that would be discussed and I wouldn't think of it as a big deal but the videos would almost try and persuade me into being like you should you know let this define you which is so strange but yeah so I feel like just look up the content that you're viewing and think about how that impacts you because victim complex can definitely be created you know? mm-hmm. mm. I mean I have social media. I am very careful with how I use it because of the nature of my personality. I can get like quite obsessive about it and it makes me un- it will make obviously it makes you unhappier mm, if you get yeah. obsessive about like a lot of things. Mm. Um so like another little tip 
is you know be mindful of how you're using social media are you being passive or active in your engagement are you just viewing stuff Mm. or are you actually trying to keep in touch with people like be Mm. honest with yourself um because when it turns into like you just looking at other people's lives and comparing yourself to them yeah that's when it gets a bit problematic it's take a break yeah like in terms of it's strange how and i'm i'm not i'm still guilty of this because i have pinterest and i just realized that it's a social media and it's weird because pinterest <laughs> pinterest <laughs> the more i think about it pinterest whole like purpose i always think to myself oh i don't have social media you know pinterest isn't really you know a thing but the whole purpose of pinterest or at least the way that i often use it is i'm gonna plan my life like this i'm gonna yeah, do literally. this i'm gonna like this person and when i don't reach it i once again i fall kind of into that you know victim complex thing of like oh you know it's so unfair that i and it's like the reason that you haven't got this a lot of the time is because you're a child <laughs> in terms of like, like it's because they're 50 and they've built their like in terms of it's a bit different um so yeah heavy on the passive versus active social media i'm definitely gonna think about you know maybe because I, I might just um take t- um t- uh, pinterest off my phone and then just so every time i have to then look it up yeah yeah because yeah. i feel like that's often like helpful um no, yeah, for sure. Um, I, sorry, with I mean, social media is a really interesting one because, I mean, sometimes I'll take like a I delete the app or I lock it for the day. Like with um, there's a feature on the Samsung that lets you block certain apps for just whenever any of you turn it off. It's I actually didn't know really. That. I'll, I'll show you if you want. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tech guru right here. It's not sponsored by. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also apps that you can use. Um, which is, yeah, I mean, it's just, I think the whole thing is just about being self-aware, you know? Like, I, yeah. I take little self-care days if I feel myself getting burnt out and I'm spiralling into, everything's going wrong, I'm so stressed. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? Take a breather. It's not going to make that much of a difference. Like, just, you know, take mm. an evening off even. Just, yeah. you know, just stick on your favourite show, take a nice bath or a shower, eat mm. some good food. <laughs> Turn yeah. your phone off and just mm. focus on yourself for a second and Definitely. take a breather because it and that's a form of like meditation. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of that's awesome. Yeah. I think people like I remember my my sister's my ugh, my eldest sister is a doctor and when I was younger, very very anxious kid, so anxious. And I remember I every day she'd tell me, please just do some meditation. Please just do some meditation. Please just you know do some mindfulness. Please just do a body scan, which is another like form of meditation. And every time I'd be so offended and so annoyed, and I'd fall into that victim complex, and I'd be like, how dare she? She doesn't know what it's like. My my brain is always running. How can I sit still? By the way, she has ADHD, so she <laughs> knows what it means for her brain to not be still. But I still was in such a I guess a mindset of like I can't. And then I realized there are so many different types of meditation. Please don't think that meditation is just sitting in a silent room with your eyes closed, with your legs crossed. There are so many different types. And honestly, I lo- you've got to find like, the right one. You can get like five, ten minute ones. Like, that's what I yeah. do. You put your headphones in and it's a person instructing you what to do. Mm. It's like, I think it's body scan when you focus on bits of your... Yeah, different parts of your body, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, so like, for example, I imagine a ball of energy that's going from my head to my toes and mm. I let it run through every inch of my body. That mm. sounds really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I get, like, it, I get it. Like, strange, but like, that's... it. It really freaking works. Like, yeah, it puts it, you in your body. I feel like we're always free. so in our heads. It's free! <laughs> no, because we're always, if you think about it, we're always so in our heads. And especially when you're edu- ed- in education, 
because unless you're doing sport as an A-level, you're constantly having to use your mind. Yeah. Even in theatre, which is so physical. even sport, because you're critically thinking about what yeah. you're going to make. Like, everything... Literally, everything is so, like, duh, 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 duh. Whereas a body scan, you can just feel the body that you were born with and just kind of, you know, live. We exist. sound like hippies, but... No, we really do. <laughs> we're, we're, no, we're like... This is this is like this is the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> the way I'm swearing too much on this podcast. I'm so sorry, Sam. It's okay. I love it. Quente. Quente. If you're an A2, you'll get that. A2 Trulsa. Okay. A. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think some for people whose minds can't or they find it difficult to be quiet their minds, I would definitely say journaling is an amazing one. When I oh wake up, oh my god, it's so amazing. When I wake up, um, I write out all the thoughts that I have in my head. My handwriting is so messy. Oftentimes, I cannot read back what I've written, but. Just the catharsis. Just the catharsis. It's so cathartic. And also, you start to notice patterns. Like, I realise on days where um, I've had, like, a really bad sleep, my handwriting's a lot more rushed, and also I press a lot deeper into the paper. That alone is so useful, because then you can tell yourself, okay, my night's sleep was bad, so I might be a bit on edge today. So how am I going to combat this? For real. (laughs) For real. (laughs) We need, like, a thing where, like, you press it and make sounds. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I um when I'm feeling like particularly emotional, could be really happy, really angry, really sad. I have this document, um, which I just write in. Oh, someone hacks into my computer. But um, yeah, I just like write a passage about you know how I'm feeling, what's bothering me, and it's just or you can write fake letters to people. I do that. Yeah, yeah. it helps. Or to Sometimes my I self. just talk to myself. Yeah, I pretend that I'm having a conversation with someone, and I, yeah, I mean what? <laughs> I mean, uh, huh? <laughs> no, I, do you know, speaking to yourself. Hey, you, you should see me in my car every morning. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I was like, Meadow's driven me two times, <laughs> and first times I like I had to keep looking because I think she was speaking to me. No, <laughs> she was not. Uh, but no, really, I write letters to my future self like when I feel when something big's happening or gonna come up or after some or after an event that's made me feel like some type of way mm. um like after my uncle passed I was in shambles <laughs> because I, I think one of my biggest things which also really put me in a victim complex and if you're like this too then maybe it's what put you in it is um <laughs> it's so hard to explain but like um I'm extremely bad expressing emotions and people think I'm good at it but I think it's because I'm constantly having to try to do it. Um, and I think it's, I'm, honestly, nowadays I'm like, cool, whatever, you know, you just got to try. But back then I was like, oh, woe is me. People think I'm angry because I forgot to smile. You know, it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Um, but because of this issue with processing emotions, um, it would then lead to really big outbursts of me all of a sudden. <laughs> she dropped something. <laughs> me all of a sudden not being able to cope with anything. Um, and also meant not being able to cope with other people um you know if someone was telling me something i feel like i couldn't really connect with them because i was so in my head about my own problems but writing letters to my future self or to my past self really helped me because it reminded me that this moment or this week or even this month or even this year isn't you oh also about that writing stuff if you have it physically you can always look back on old mm. ones and it reminds you that you got through that yeah and like you've had good moments since that's happened yeah i mean not all the time maybe it's like oh this is just a whirlwind of shit but you remind mm. yourself that you're still going do you yeah. know what i mean like it's 
no definitely it's like really good for reflection definitely the, like i've read like from like stuff from around two three years ago because i've read, i'm just like shit. like <laughs> what the hell like it's sort of like i'm glad that like the way that i see issues now like a lot less yeah, literally like worse and also if you use like this any of these writing methods in tandem or along with you know meditation um body scans whatever it's interesting because you start to see yourself i don't want to say wiser because that sounds so like r slash i'm 14 and this is deep introspective <laughs> yeah introspective. thank you um <laughs> i learned that word the other day i'm very proud <laughs> We should do like a word of the book. <laughs> um, you start to realise, you know, some stuff really works. Like for me, as I said, I didn't think uh, meditation would work. I really thought it was just my sister going on about it. You think it's like absolute baloney. <laughs> baloney. Baloney. Someone, I, I, had just, I was just went to a counselling session mm. and she was like, try meditation. And I was like, this was a while ago, by mm. the way. Um, and I was like, what I was like, idiot. I was like, what you think that's gonna help? And I actually did it, and it actually like it's worked. so embarrassing when it works because it works so well. It's like, oh no, <laughs> no, seriously though. Um, and as I said, there's so many different types for people who are also like active. There's running meditation. People who like walking, there's sports. Walking. Yeah, sports. Yeah, sports can act as meditation. If you're I an picked artist. up boxing for a while. Yeah. Um, that's really good because yeah, like, if you have any pent up sort of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Hachi mama. Yeah. Literally silent outside. There's like two, like fifteen people outside, and they're all silent. Yeah, you can probably hear everything. Um, but yeah. Um. So yeah, meditation. What else? Let's think of some other stuff. Um. Okay, this is gonna sound really obvious, but avoid like drinking, please. When you're sad, don't drink. You know, I I have bad habit of doing that. I've learned to like not. <laughs> like my teachers know. <laughs> like, you're 18 it's fine she's yeah, 18 I'm 18 like it's fine mm. um, but like don't do that because it just makes you feel it's self-destructive behaviour so long as you know if you know that you're being self-destructive then okay but if you don't then like please like just That's like check thing. yourself before you wreck yourself Evelyn looks really disappointed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm like whipping out all these really cliche phrases today. <laughs> she was like, oh, I didn't plan for this. I think you planned like these like Well, I talk to myself every day. Right? Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> no, Hachi, mama. Hachi. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, personally, I don't drink or smoke or any of that. It's just not my cup of tea. But I will say... Getting crunk. Okay, just so people know because they can't see Meadow, she put her fingers up in a drinking motion with her pinky and thumb lifted and then lifted up to her mouth. I don't need to explain all of this. Okay, those who know me like can understand. What yeah, I'm doing. you get the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm usually like. No one's gonna listen to this. I don't want to explain. So who are much. we talking to right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, hi Sam. Hi. <laughs> this can be hell to edit because we're also like. Our tones of voices were going quiet, high, quiet. Like, it's too much. I'm so sorry, Sam. I'm so sorry. But, um... I get a U5 next week. No, you don't. But, yeah, so I don't drink or smoke, but I will say, you can still do self-destruction. Like, I don't think have about... Have fun. Yeah, have fun. So have fun. But also, like, for me, my self-destructive behaviour was definitely binge eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't consider that a self-destructive behaviour because everyone has to eat, you know, like I did see some binge eating issues. I had to go to my school counsellor. I felt sick every day. 
it was awful. Um, and I didn't realize it was self-destructive behavior because I thought to myself, everyone has to eat. And I ended up doing the opposite and I didn't eat enough, but we're not gonna go into that. Um, but yeah, so recognize your self-destructive behaviors. And even though it's obviously harder said than done, do you just think to yourself like, hmm, am I treating myself right? <laughs> like, would you treat another human being like this? Yeah, about like having fun, drinking, eating mm. unhealthy food etc it's important that you get that balance yeah um no one's saying stop like doing the things you love like because also that will then turn into a victim complex or a martyr complex even because then you'll think to yourself i'm giving this all up so i can be dot 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 no (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i was gonna say something but i completely forgot Oh, hold on. I've got to go on to another topic. Yeah, go on. Okay, go cool. Um, I do want to say that the term victim complex, this is like like context, which I don't know if anyone's going to care, but um, I was researching it and I saw something called Western victim complex. And at first I was like, okay, surely this will be about how people in the West like develop it or whatever. Turned out not to be that. And it turned out to be sadly that oftentimes... Um, Sorry, I'm reading my notes because, like, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> but um, it's really sad because a lot of times when people try and speak about their actual experiences, like, for instance, marginalised groups, when they try and speak about being, you know, people of colour or disabled or mentally ill or LGBTQ, um, oftentimes, sadly, um, you know, far-right extremists often hit them with, oh, it's just you having a victim complex, and they are misusing the term. And I'd just like to say that that is honestly appalling. Um, and it's sad that, you know, some people will... <laughs> Meadow's distracted me right now. <laughs> what? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> You're just, she's distracting me. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Guys. <laughs> Guys. Guys, I'm fine. Um, what's it called? But yeah, so it's really sad that sometimes I feel like the term is then co-opted by hate groups in order to stop people from speaking about their pain and their experiences. Which is awful, you know, I don't know. But yeah, so I just want to say that it's honestly really sad that the term has been co-opted in that sense. Um, probably should have put that with the definition section. It's fine. But I didn't, so... It's like, probably like, maybe two people maximum listening to this. For real, anyway. Like, one of them is us. Literally, though. <laughs> it's gonna get three views. Sam, you, me. <laughs> maybe my mum, if she cares. Um... But yeah, is there anything else you want to say? Anything? Else? I mean, I did, but do you know what? I feel like this is like, turning into a long podcast mm. um, for quite a complex issue. So I'm yeah. not going to add anything else because yeah, you know, it's food for thought. Do you mm. know, it, you know, you'll do more research into it if you're interested. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and feel free to chat to us if you actually don't. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not welcome. I'm very, I'm a very busy woman. Yeah. So do not. Come. You're trying to do like your box model in theatre and people just come up to you. And I'm like, currently got like five deadlines to me. No, literally. You're running on like four hours of sleep. <laughs> like, so yeah, please like, don't come up to me. Pop me a text message if you're, you know, I'm happy to talk to Email. Not even text, email. I mean, how are they going to get your number? Carrier pigeon. Oh, I uh, well, do you know what? If you don't have my number, you shouldn't really be talking to me about issues like that. <laughs> That's quite like a sensitive thing to be talked about. This just goes so many directions. Like, okay, main point is, is the fact that we hope we didn't infringe, I guess, on anyone's experiences. Because yeah. we were just speaking about our own. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And we hope that maybe you learned something that you can take away yeah. or reinforced an idea that you may already have but just didn't know how to phrase it like yeah. that kind of thing um hope and also just 
more importantly, I hope it was interesting. Yeah. That's what podcasts are about. Yeah, I hope you yeah. love. I hope you leave feeling, you know, good and better and enriched from the two of us who aren't very enriching, but we try. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Do we not have a sign Oh my god, wait, no, we don't! That's so embarrassing. We, I thought we had a conversation about what we would do. Yeah, I think we forgot. What are we going to send it off as? I feel like it should be a theme tune. I've got my eyes on Muse. <laughs> no! <laughs> you're so mean. <laughs> the way you're like cackling at me. I tried to be creative. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the dead silence that I heard in the other room. <laughs> but yeah, do you want to do that on count three? Wait, really? Yeah. I'm okay, cool. I, I got, got my eyes on Muse. I feel so ashamed. I think we need to leave. Yeah, I we're, think. We're getting I back. think Sam's had enough. I think the outside thing is.